Okay, so he believes that healing is for now and that God is right now, but when you pray for the sick, they don't always get well. Now, my perspective is, goes outside of the Christian tradition. So I, 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 I use some of the Christian terminology, the jargon, right? I, I know that stuff. I, I, but I, I also step out of that. I also study quantum physics at the same time. The way we do healing now, to me, it's a universal thing that I think a lot of it is, in a sense, it's your mind and faith. Now, my question, this is a, I asked a theologian last week in San Francisco because uh, we were talking about why do some people not get healed? What Christians tend to do is that we like to do the whole timing thing, you know, like it wasn't God's time or it wasn't God's perfect will or it's not God's will because God gave you cancer because to draw you closer together as a family to, to Christ. You guys heard that stuff? I've heard that, okay. Um, do I personally hold to it? I don't. My issue is, I can't say this with 100% certainty, but I place a big responsibility upon people that are the ones doing the healing. This is just my personal opinion, and this is also my experience. You could pray for, for rain, that it won't rain during your wedding day, and God answered your prayer, but he can't feed all these starving people in Africa. There's a famine. Hmm. You get what I'm saying? So, so if we put that it's just God's time or God's will, he looks very selective. And it looks like in places that don't really need it as much <laughs> as places that really do need it, where, oh, I thank God for my food today. God provided me lunch today. Well, look at all those starving people in those other countries. They don't have the food. They're not, it's not falling from heaven. Hmm. So is there really this whole idea of partnership that if God is in you, there's this choice that we have to make? That for me, when I pray for people, do, here's a question. Does it really matter on the one that's doing the healing? Or does just someone just say, God, you do it. And I'll be honest with you folks, many times when I just say, God, you do it, nothing happened. It was a matter of faith on the person. Because even if someone were to say, God, you do it, it was probably your faith that activated that healing. Are you guys getting what I'm saying? So to me, faith matters if that's the way God interacts with the world. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. So... Why does it not happen? In a sense, I don't know because I don't understand it all. Are there a mechanics to it? There might be, because especially when I study quantum physics, there's a whole idea of the eye of the observer, that whatever you see takes effect when, at, a, at a quantum level, right? So when I pray for people, uh, like I was praying for, someone in the, uh, for people in the Philippines at this popular uh, television network, and people were wondering, Josh, how did you do that? Because I would just grab their hand, and then I would pray for their foot and I'm just holding their head. <laughs> like, like, like funny. And then they would just be like, how do you do that? And I said, this, it's a subjective thing. Because for me, as I'm doing that, I'm actually seeing them healed. But that's me. But we've all had our different techniques. So coming from a charismatic tradition that I did, back in the day, I used to be like, in Jesus' name, demon, out! Bronchitis, out! You know what I'm saying? Asthma. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. It's a tradition. And I shared this before at your church where there's a medicineless hospital in Beijing, China, where these practitioners were quote-unquote praying for this person with a tumor. They didn't say, in Jesus' name, or they didn't call the demon of cancer because you're supposed to call it by the name as I was taught, right? They just did it. Why? Because it was their faith. Faith, that's it. It's just a semantical issue. In my opinion, that's why I believe healing is universal. That when you grow up in a certain tradition, you will follow the Roman Catholic tradition where you'll use a cross 
And it works because according to your faith, be it unto you. Smith Wigglesworth used punches with his fist. I don't recommend that because some people will probably do it and not believe. And I've heard some bad stories of people not getting healed and they've punched people. And, but that's the thing. What, what, what people do, as I say, you don't get healed because of a generational curse or you don't have enough faith. Well, they will blame the person who's sick of not having enough faith. But from my understanding, you should never blame the person that you're praying for because they're the one that came for you for the healing. So why are you blaming them? <laughs> right? So for me, I think the responsibility is upon the healer. Now, when people say, Josh, I, I, I watched some of your videos and I tried healing. Why didn't it work? I believe. My question is, did you really believe? And I'm not trying to be a jerk here. I'm trying to be as realistic as I can. Just because for so many years you don't believe in healing, and then you watch one healing video, you get pumped up, you pray for the sick, and you say nothing happened and you had faith. Did you really believe though? Because you have years and years and years of experiences and ideas in your subconscious mind of doubt, folks. We are controlled, what, 90, 95%? Of our, it's our subconscious mind that's controlling most of our habits. That's why you'll be like, oh, I did my devotional today. I'm so happy. And then in the middle of the day, you feel depressed. Because of your subconscious mind. Those are the things of your bad experiences growing up in the past. Of your parents telling you, you're nothing. You'll never amount to anything. But people think just because they're conscious of reading a healing book one day and then they prayed and nothing happened. You really have to wonder if your, if your conscious was there but was your subconscious in alignment with your conscious mind? So, how does that all work? Ultimately, ultimately, I don't know. But it does seem like to be the case, there is a responsibility upon a person in some, for, for me, right? So for example, okay, I don't know if you guys know this, look at my hand, okay? I was born like this. I remember I was in the Philippines and I prayed for a deaf person, got healed immediately. And then there was another person that had a, a, a problem with their ankle. So both of them got healed immediately, right? That's pretty cool. You know, to get healed of that, that's pretty a big miracle, right? Then afterwards, some guy comes up to me, and he only had one arm. He shook my hand. And I, I looked at his right arm. Oh, that's one arm. <laughs> and then I remember, I was walking out of that service. I was kind of sad when I walked out of the service. I was like, man, why is it that God could heal a deaf ear and an ankle, but not one, a missing arm? That's a big thing. Does God care more about that? I'm sure that guy's been through some crap. Having only one arm, it's hard to do something. But then I started taking the responsibility off of God, especially you say God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Why doesn't he? He could create this world out of nothing. Why can't he create an arm? <laughs> right? Because what if there are people who tried praying for his arm, and because they never had an experience of believing for an arm, they don't believe for it? Are there experiences of people with, with missing limbs? Supposedly there were, and they were healed. There's a story of Smith Wigglesworth. That was, uh, there's rumors of his healing. What happened was, there was a guy with a missing foot. He just had the stump. So Smith Wigglesworth told this guy, go, put on, go buy some shoes and put it on that stump. And he, they, it said, he followed the man of God. Then he went to the shoe store and says, I want to buy the shoe. And the shoe owner is like, yeah, right. <laughs> you know? And then he bought the shoe. He put the shoe on the stump and it grew inside the shoe. But that was a long time ago, folks. You get what I'm saying? So, did God pour out His Spirit in that moment, you know? Or did God always pour out His Spirit and it's a matter of someone who actually gets the mechanics of it? According to your faith, be it unto you. I'll be honest with you. If I see somebody with missing arms and missing legs, I won't have the same faith level as I pray for somebody with the back pain. I'm just going to be dead honest with you. So, but can I get to that point in my mind, in my subconscious mind, is that possible? I believe so. But have we reached that level yet? I haven't. And I do a healing ministry. 
and I'm willing to admit that. But I would like to see that one day. I would like to be the one. Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> but that's the thing. In spite of me not getting miraculously healed, as some of you guys know my story, I still heal the sick. I was still healed of a, of a disease. I was diagnosed with gastroesophageal reflux disease. And I was healed immediately. You guys know that disease? It's nasty. Okay? I, I, I couldn't eat a lot of stuff. I also, I'm a b-boy, I'm a break dancer from back in the day, and I, and I was battling some guy, and I injured my, my back. I had a herniated disc, I had sciatica. So it's a nerve problem that was healed. Why is it in my hand healed? A lot of people, trust me, I've had the best of the best pray over me. Trust me. <laughs> I don't blame God. But here's my speculation. It might be the people. It might be, because they probably never have the faith for those kinds of things, because doesn't the Bible say you get what you believe? It's not you get what you believe only for the minor stuff, but the big stuff, God can't do it. This is what's hard for Christians to accept because they're too uh, turned off by the Word of Faith movement that they see on TBN. So they'll be very critical of the Word of Faith. They'll be like, I hate those prosperity, name it and claim it. They condemn you for not having enough faith. You know, folks, there's some truth in that sense to some of those claims about there's lack of faith. folks. That's why you can go to a charismatic meeting. They have more healings than a Southern Baptist. I mean, of course, I thought it was some Southern Baptist healed too, but you guys get what I'm saying? Because there's, a, there's an atmosphere of, of faith going on. There are times where I do as a demonstration when I'm teaching healing for the first time to some people. You guys have seen legs grow, right? So when we do the whole leg growing thing, I would get a newbie and I'd say, all right, I want you to make this person's leg grow. Be like, in Jesus' name, grow. Nothing happens. But they say, Jesus. I thought Jesus' name is greater than any other name. You see, so they did the technique right, but it didn't work. So I would ask the people in my training, so, let's look at this theologically. Was it not God's will? Because maybe God's teaching her a lesson with one leg shorter than the other. Or maybe it's not God's perfect timing. And then I would go up after, and then I would pray for the leg, and then it would grow. So did God change his mind one second after? Right. You see, because I understand the mechanics of the whole leg growing thing, because we've done it for so many years. Right? But then there are some things that I'm not used to praying for. It took me a long time to get to that point of praying for legs. If I, when I first started to do healing for the sick, if I prayed for a leg, I'd be very intimidated because I'd be nervous that nothing would happen. I remember the, uh, the first times I would do healing, it was just for back pains and for headaches because you've got to start off small, folks. You know, you don't expect too much when you, you never even pray for a little thing when you're doing raising the dead. Don't expect much, folks. Your subconscious mind has to still be trained, right? So I remember when the, uh, I did a conference in San Diego, I've never seen a leg grow. And then all of a sudden, um, I was trying to act like I've done it in the past, though. So they're like, Josh, it was a Biola student. She says, can you please pray? This girl has one leg shorter than the other. And I'm like, sure, sure. But in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never done this before. <laughs> you know, so I prayed for this light girl. And then for the first time, in my, for my own hand, I saw, I was like, oh my gosh. But of course, when I was doing it, I was playing cool. But in my mind, but because I saw it done, I believe my faith got strengthened all of a sudden. So that's why if I were to pray for someone with something like my hand, to be honest, there's years of experience of me not getting healed from going to Benny Hinn. It, it, I've had struggles in my life, folks. And usually at the times, I don't want to speak it over my life, but I'm just saying in the past, isn't it interesting that many times you can pray for other people, you've had a hard time praying for yourself to get better? Oh, I pray for you. I can't even heal my own cough. You know, I don't want to say that's always going to be the case, but sometimes we have a hard time believing for ourselves. That's just what happens at times. So the human mind... And the will, I believe, is very powerful because God made us that way. So Christian, non-Christian, healing practitioners in Beijing, China, you all have the power. That's why they call it the energy in, in Qi. It's there. 
So we can talk about that a little more later. But ultimately, like I said, my answer is I don't know, but there might be a possibility. It's, it's a responsibility, responsibility of the healer. Yeah. But that's just my opinion. <laughs>